Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of me trying to give Goobs a surprise phone call. Now, this one isn't going to be as much of a surprise because he told me tonight he was available to take calls. That was like four hours ago, though, and it's now 11 o'clock at night. So let's give him a call and see if he's still awake, shall we? It's Goobs. It's Goobs. It's Goobs. It's Goobs. It's Goobs. 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 Let me just pull up his number here, and we will give it a go and see see if he answers. Well, hello, my dear friend. Hello, Mr. Goobs. How are you? I'm doing great, Ocho. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Happy early birthday to you, Mr. Sir. Thank you, sir. Do you have any, it's coming up on Wednesday for those who don't know, and yes, I am recording this conversation. We are finally, oh, great. <laughs> we are finally getting an edition of the unedited podcast with Ocho and Goobs, or as the title in progress is, Glory Hole and Beer. Holes and Beers. <laughs> Personally, I'm a huge, huge fan of that uh, of, of that podcast name. It may be misleading, though. <laughs> <laughs> I saw well, that idea to a buddy at work today. He's like, you know what? You guys can turn that into a beer tasting show. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, one person's torn the beer on the other side of a glory hole into the guy's mouth. I'm like, okay, that's suggestive, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like this. I, I think in the new year, we need to explore and see where that goes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about exploring a glory hole, but we'll find out what happens. <laughs> well, we'll see what we can do with this mini podcast. It should be a great thing, that's for sure. But uh, your birthday is coming up on Wednesday. Do you have any big plans? Uh, you know, just hanging out with the family, hanging out with my son and wife, and, you know, just doing family things. I celebrated pretty hard this weekend. You were there for some of that. Yeah, you went super to... You went to a couple of shows this weekend. I saw you at Super Kicked on Friday, and then Sunday you were in... Yeah, I met up with Ortiz on uh, Sunday in Oshawa. For the A1 for show. Alpha. How was that? Oh, man, it was fucking amazing. It was a great show. We had a lot of the... Not a lot, but some of the regulars from Super Kick. Young Miles was there. Del Bruno. He got Sabre there as well. The Zero Gravity Champion of, of Alpha 1, Alessandro Del Bruno. Yes, and he retained that night, actually. It was a great triple threat match. It was him, Durst, and Sabre, correct? Uh, Dijak. Dijak? Oh, Donovan Dijak, yes, yes, sorry, sorry. That guy, I've never seen him before. He's a fucking beast, man. <laughs> he is. I've seen, like, one one match that was available for free on YouTube. He's phenomenal. Yeah, I was uh, happy to see him live, and... uh yeah, Sabre got off some amazing fucking spears, like, mid-air shit. That guy can just fly, just like Santa Claus, which he was dressed as. I was gonna say, you sent me a pic of him uh, dressed, he came out dressed as Santa, and it looked amazing, because in Super Kicked, he has the whole Jesus gimmick. I think that's the only yep. place he does his Jesus gimmick. So for him to come out dressed as Santa Claus as well, I think just kind of added a bit to that. I don't think it was planned that way, but to me, I saw a bit of the irony there. Oh, yeah, it was definitely hilarious. I sent him off a tweet saying uh, that he's the reason for the season. <laughs> <laughs> and he used your picture as his profile pick. Yeah, he definitely took that, and I'm happy for it, because that's fucking, that's accomplishment right there. But I cannot sing Shane Sabre's praises enough. I've said it on our podcast before, the Ocho and Ortiz Wrestling Podcast, that 
him and Tarek are probably two of the top on the Ontario indie scene right now, and that's saying a lot because the Ontario indie scene talent, uh, talent it's fucking pool, fire right now, it man. Is, it is deep and it is on fire. Um, like uh, we're losing one of our mainstays, though. We're losing one of our women. Yes, I was just going. Heidi just, Lovelace. I was just about to ask you about that. This was Heidi Lovelace's last match for Alpha One. She is going on to WWE. I believe she's going into NXT. How was that? Oh, she's going to a women's tournament. That women's tournament they're having coming up. Yes, she's going to that as well. But did she not also sign for NXT, or did she just sign on for that tournament? I'm not too sure if she signed on for NXT. I know she's definitely signed on for that tournament. Yes. As is uh, somebody else who was a mainstay in the uh, Ontario indie scene with Smash for a while, Kimberly. She'll be there as well. Yeah. Maybe they'll cross paths. That would be pretty fucking awesome. That would be awesome. There's a lot of people there that I'm looking forward to seeing. Hope I'm allowed to swear. Because I'm goobs and I like to swear. Oh, fuck. Swear away, my friend. We do not give a fuck on this show. Donkey cocks. <laughs> we've already talked about yeah, fu- but- we've already talked about fucking glory holes. I'm pretty sure it's open season <laughs> for the swears. Sweet open glory hole season. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you, you there's a to- reason for the season, brother. <laughs> the true reason for the season, not Jim <laughs> Saber, but fucking glory holes. <laughs> yeah, but to touch on back on uh, Lovelace, there, her and Ricky Shane Page, like. I've never seen a more emotional, like, and it's kind of disturbing match. Like, those two faced off in Ricochet and Page right now. He's, uh, he won the CCW Terminator Death this year. This guy's a sick-ass motherfucker. And he's under medication right now, so he doesn't unleash the beast pretty much. And she wanted the beast out of him, and she beat the shit out of him for the first couple minutes. Then he fucking kicked her head off with a vicious boot, and then this match just... It just kept on upscaling, like, near falls. It was just fucking, like, I was right into it. And then at one point, she, uh, he's like, sorry, I love you. I hate to do this or whatever. And he fucking nails a huge fucking uh, top rope powerbomb twist out to her. And then she starts crying, and it got really weird. I look over to her tees. I'm like, dude, do you feel weird right now? He's like, yeah, I kind of feel weird, man. Well, we know it's all work, but they really sucked us in on that match. It was fucking absolutely amazing. Would you say that that was match of the night for you, or would you, is there something else? Oh, definitely. Uh, well, Michael Elgin and um, Durst had a great match as well. Uh, Kobe Durst, Diamond, or Diamond Tiger. And I think they had- Josh also mentioned, I think there was a match between Space Monkey and Evil Space Monkey. It was a triple threat match. Oh, it was... Space Monkey, Ethan Page, and also um, Will White, one of the fucking hometown classics around here, man. Born and raised in Pickering, hardcore wrestling fan, fan friend of Ripken in high school. Very nice. He's all around great dude. And uh, he was taking on um, evil uh, Jim Nye. Not Jim Nye. Yeah, Jim Nye. Bill, uh, yes, Jim Nye. <laughs> I was thinking Bill Nye. You and me so both, brother. Close. You and me both. <laughs> For science and... Uh, Fuck, I forget his partners. It was one big motherfucker, huge dude. Ortiz knew him. I fucking forget his name right now. It's slipping my tongue. And uh, Evil Space Monkey, of course. <laughs> who was, I'm pretty sure it was Kobe Durst. Because <laughs> at one point, his fucking hair was like busted out of the eye of the costume and shit. Like, you could totally tell just by his mannerisms that that's who it was. I don't, I don't know what did... you're talking about, sir. Space Monkey is clearly 
or sorry, Evo Space Monkey is clearly a clone of the original Space Monkey that Jim Nye made in Jim Nye Laboratories. Um, yeah, I totally Kobe just broke is, kayfabe. <laughs> Kobe Durst is completely different from Evil Space Monkey, sir. Yeah, you're right. I'm an idiot. I must have just saw or saw things differently. <laughs> well, but no, they both the uh, Evil Space Monkey and Space Monkey hit fucking top rope, top rope moonsaults to the outside on top of uh, the four other guys, and Space Monkey clipped the fucking uh, chandelier hanging from the ceiling as they tend to do in any events. Yes. Especially, especially in events that have low ceiling and are not necessarily in the best space to be doing high spots. Yeah, I'm shocked that these people were going for fucking suicide dives and all this other shit at the show. Because the crowd is right there, man. Someone's going to get fucking hurt. It's inside this little venue. Well, it's like when they do the Greek Town shows, which are awesome here in East York, but... The the place that they do it at, the Royal Canadian Legion, it has a very low ceiling, and they still tend to bring in a lot of guys that do high-flying spots, and they've got to be very, very careful that they don't clip the ceiling when they're doing them. Yeah, you gotta... I don't think I've ever been to an indie show that hasn't had the ceiling hit or fucking, like, a light hit on the roof, because they just go for it. They have to watch their height and distance and everything, but some guys just throw caution to the wind. That was uh, that was Sunday's A1. Uh, I know I'll probably talk more in depth about it when Josh and I do our podcast, but... Oh, I'm sure me and Ripken will, too, on the Rassle Nerds! Do you, uh, do you want to do your plug? Where can people find the Rassle Nerds? Oh, you can find us on YouTube. Just uh, Rassle Nerds is one word. It is how it sounds. I'm sure there'll be a fucking link somewhere on this shit. Maybe. You can find if us on... Uh, do the links. Oh, you better fucking remember, you bastard. <laughs> on Twitter, it's just at Rasselnerds, correct? There's no the before it? Yeah, you can find that from there. You can find both me and Ripkin's uh, handles on that page as well and follow us in there. You can follow us on Instagram now, which we have. We hired someone to run that for us. Your lovely so and talented uh, wife, Jenny. Shh, fabe <laughs> <laughs> No, she's having tons of fun fucking doing that for us, and uh, she's doing a great job. We're very happy that she's doing it for us. We haven't switched over to the Instagram yet, but I think we may be forced to soon. Just so. Oh, dude, she shows me some things, just like fucking fifty hashtags on it. Like, whoa, you can get a ho- more than one hundred and forty characters. <laughs> oh, I'm very familiar with how Instagram works. I just, I've never really been a fan of it. Plus, I don't really take a lot of pictures. But I think we might be moving there soon. But you're on Twitter, you're on Instagram, so pretty much every every social media platform you're on, people can find you. Yeah, we're even on Facebook, too. We have one of those. I don't, but Ripken does. <laughs> does the Rasslinerts have a page? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we do. I'm pretty sure. I don't it... know how much is updated, but oh. if you want to talk to us, we're pretty much on YouTube and or you can always get a hold of us on Twitter. That's Twitter pretty much where probably we're the, Probably the best place. Oh, hell yeah. But We answer DMs, we talk shit to people, we do all sorts of shit. You talk a lot of shit on Twitter, you specifically. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> we love talking shit on Twitter. It's all it's all in fun, just to fucking in the spirit of wrestling, you know? Just someone's got to play the heel. And speaking of playing the heel, you're the heel in my life. <laughs> you can tell right there, folks, by that fucking laugh. <laughs> my my heel my heel laugh. Hashtag NWO show. <laughs> but Friday night, 
you, me, Calvin, Ortiz, we were all at Super Kicked. What did you think? Yes, of we show? were. All the way up. Hashtag all the way up. Oh, man, it was a great show from top to bottom, as usual, as they always are, Super Kick. You know this, man. Yep. We're there every is, month. Uh, we know how it is. <laughs> I try to make it there every month, you bastard. Hey, that but, wasn't uh, a yeah. shot at you. I was just saying, we know we know how good the product is. We know top to finish, <laughs> top top to bottom, every, okay every card is good. okay? take a shot at the good. goobs, okay? What's that? <laughs> so it's okay if you take a shot at the goobs. <laughs> Just not through a glory hole, okay? I was just going to say, I think the Goops has had many shots. <laughs> no, it was a great show as usual. Great as- atmosphere. Um, just like hanging around with the wrestlers after. is like walking by saying what up. Everyone's super friendly there. It's just like a very comfortable space for a wrestling fan. And they and found this- a new champion. Yes, they fucking sure did. And then that blew me away. I did not see that coming at all. Because I'm like, yo, they're going to have a double champ right now? They sure fucking do. I don't want to brag, but I called this on the last episode of the Ocho and Ortiz Wrestling Podcast, which you can find on Podbean, ochoandortiz.podbean.com, or WordPress, ochoandortiz.wordpress.com. I actually predicted, and I said that I felt Jake something was going to be the double champ, and Ortiz didn't necessarily agree with me on that one, but it came to fruition... And that it did. Jake something who had won the King of the Six title from Young Miles at last, last month. month's show would go on to beat Chris Chambers this past Friday to become the Super Kick champion as well. Yeah, it's just I just love watching this guy's progression in Super Kick. He's like he's really really fucking impressed me as is like all the wrestlers have. I've really grown to love all the guys in that club. It's, it's, it's so, it's such a, such a stacked promotion right now with talent. You had Jake something, you have Chris Chambers, who is just off the charts phenomenal. Phil yeah, Atlas. Yeah, the half-baked kid, man. Phil Atlas, yeah. who is just tremendous. You have Phil Atlas's DVD, so you've seen. Yes. You've seen all the tremendous matches he's been in with guys that are currently in WWE, guys like Seth Rollins. Um, yep. Phil Atlas is a tremendous talent. And John, Ambrose. Sorry? And Ambrose. And Dean Ambrose, yeah. John Moxley at the time. Moxley. Young Miles is is in Super Kicked as well. You've got Ashley Six. You've got Jake Something, as we've already mentioned. Tarek, Shane Saber. Shane Saber, who was the, or who currently holds the record as being the longest reigning Super Kicked champion of all time. If That he does. If Chris Chambers had have retained his title on Friday, he actually would hey, have Hey, you can't gone. forget about our boy Stratos. Stratosphere, Mark Wheeler, fr- friend oh, of the show. Oh, fucking Wheeler, Jason Sensation. That guy's a fucking legend, man. <laughs> Jason Sensation is a legend. Uh, phenomenal. We've had a couple good meetups with him that we can't really go into, but it was <laughs> this guy is the fucking king. <laughs> He's really, really good. But just a, a ton of uh, tremendous talent down in Super Kicked. RJ City. I'm surprised no one's been picked up yet. RJ City, man. That guy holds a place in my heart. That guy is phenomenal. And and the thing he's got going on with Mike Rollins right now, their tag team. That oh, two got, guys? So good. <laughs> I was just searching for I was going on a guy search looking for other guys and other guy bars. and <laughs> <laughs> 
That whole promo he did about fu- trying to find other guys just fucking killed me. We were all laughing at that shit. Mike Rollins is hilarious, and so is RJ City. Them being paired together is just pure comedy gold. Oh, it's genius. And then coming out to fucking Golden Girls song. <laughs> <laughs> like, my buddy who's never seen a Superkick show, my high school buddy, I actually met up with, like, at that show. We always run into each other randomly throughout life. But I asked him after, I'm like, what do you think about the two guys? He's like, they fucking came up to the Golden Girls. And I looked over when he was, uh, when they came out to see his reaction. He was fucking singing along and going nuts, too. So it was like, <laughs> pretty cool moment. Everyone that comes out to the shows for the first time always love them. These guys always put on great shows. I, I, I haven't seen a bad show yet that I can no, remember. I can't recall seeing a bad one. I mean, occasionally there are some, there are on occasion some bad matches, but for the most part, the shows are usually just phenomenal. Oh yeah, you can't go wrong when you get a ticket to go see Super Kick, because you know you're going to get entertained. Oh, absolutely, 100%. If you're, like, if you're not really into wrestling, still go check it out, because the atmosphere just sucks you right in. So yeah. you might just become a fan overnight. And they were, they were the first indie show that I ever, that I ever went to. I had only ever been to live events for WWE, and then Josh happened to win a pair of tickets from Live Audio Wrestling. Oh, it was a great show. <laughs> yeah, an actual podcast, not not like our oh, show. Oh, yeah, no, world fucking famous. <laughs> um, but Josh One day, happened... my friend, glory holes and beers will be right up there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> one right day, my friend. Right after and the Rassle Nerds. Within the next six months... Glory Holes and Beer will be the number one trending podcast on on iTunes. Wait, hold on one second. I just had an idea, okay? Okay. We're we're Glory Holes, and we drink beer, and we drink beer. (laughs) That happened. (laughs) I I cannot deny that that did happen. (laughs) I I would like to deny it, but I cannot. (laughs) What was match of the night for you at Super Kicked? <laughs> well, I definitely got to go with the main event there. There were some twists and turns that you did not see coming, and it, it just fucking brought the whole thing. The whole show was just like a fucking, like, 9 out of 10 for me. Every match was just absolutely amazing. Yeah, I, I think going into this, I think I was most excited for the Tarek versus Shane Sabre match, but... Yeah, which was excellent. Some some tall idiots happened to block my view for most of that match, so I didn't get to see a whole lot of it. Hey, man, you troll me online, I troll you in real life. That's not cool, man. You can't troll at a wrestling show. Trolling is for the internet. Dude, they're all trolls at wrestling shows, man. <laughs> it's all smart marks, pretty much. But you're not supposed to obstruct people's view. <laughs> Just hey, call them names and get. stuff. <laughs> or yell shit when they're trying to film. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, That's no, I, I, would, I would have to agree that 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 main event between something and, and Chambers was probably match of the night for me. I don't know if it outdid the uh, other match, my favorite match from the weekend, though. That Ricky Shane Page and Lovelace match. I don't know. It was just something different I haven't seen. Like I've seen, like, guys versus girls before, but not like this, man. <laughs> it was fucking absolutely nuts. Yeah, I'm I'm sad I missed that one, but I was too broke to travel to Oshawa, so... Uh... 
oh, there was an actual show in my area, so I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to do the traveling for once. Thank goodness for that. Before we wrap things up, because we are at 21 minutes, and I'm sure you want to go to sleep because you probably work in the morning. Oh, fuck yeah, I gotta get up at 5.10. But just quickly, last night as well was the WWE Roadblock End of the Line pay-per-view. What were your thoughts on that one? Oh, fuck the flip-flopping of the Women's Championship. It just pisses me off. I hear you. I've already gone on a rant about that on our show. Um, And I'll be going on a rant on my show, or our show, me and uh, Ripkins. But I honestly, I, you know, we we do that that fantasy draft pool pick every month with secret transmission podcasts and a lot of other podcasts that we interact with on Twitter, including our, Oh yeah. Which is fucking awesome. Including our friends, the KVSB show crises versus blue shout out to them. You can find them on Twitter at the KVSB show, but secret transmission podcasts are another great podcast by the way if you're into like conspiracy oh, yes. and stuff they they host the draft pool. absolutely amazing show they they host the uh monthly WWE pay-per-view draft pool and i was the only one that picked a draw on that Sasha versus Charlotte match and i honestly <laughs> thought it would go to a draw but they ended up doing overtime on that one and yeah, and then she fucking broke her face open and looked like the Joker. Oh, God, yeah, I didn't even see what... I, I don't think that I don't was know from what the happened. stairs, was it? I think it was from the stairs, because, like, her nose was fucking bleeding pretty well, bad. it took a long time, because I didn't, I didn't notice it until the, until the overtime, and she hit those stairs at about the 15-minute mark. Maybe it wasn't from that. It could have just been from a random, like, stiff hit or something. Those women like to go hard on each other. Yeah. Not in that sense. I mean, it w- it was a great match. I just hate the flipping of the title so so much. But thankfully, that feud is over for now, so you don't have to worry about the title changes changing hands frequently for a while. And thankfully, I hope. the new day don't have the titles no more. I love the new I day. I love the new day, but it's been too long. Exactly. I I, I mean, everyone knew that they were just getting the record because of WWE's issues with demolition. I love the New Day. I'm I'm happy for them. I'm happy they got the record regardless of the of the implications around it, but they had those titles for too long and too many tag teams were being buried because of it. Oh, definitely. They have all these great teams like I even like Cesaro, Cesaro or Sheamus right now. Oh, ab- but, uh, uh, absolutely. Like, remember the Bullet Club keep losing to the New Day all the time? They're not fucking credible at all. So, Well, that's the thing, just, too, right? You brought, you brought Gallus and Anderson in, and you immediately dropped them to the New Day, like, four pay-per-views in a row, and just made them completely irrelevant. So, hopefully, I, I haven't seen Raw yet tonight, and if it hasn't been done tonight, hopefully within the next week or so, they'll set up... Oh, I watched most of it tonight. Ho- hopefully, at some point, they'll set up I'm assuming you're going to have a rematch between New Day and Cesaro and Sheamus, but after that, I hope you set up something where Gallus and Anderson come out strong and go after the tag team championships again, and hopefully they end up getting it. But Yeah, that would be nice to see. Well, I'm happy they're using Cesaro right now. Sheamus is not doing too bad. I, I'm a I don't fan. really don't like Sheamus, but I'm down with it right now. I'm a fan of Sheamus. I, I think he's been underutilized, but I, I, I think... WWE really likes the weird tag team pairings, like you had Cesaro and... Yeah, you had Brian and Cade. 
Yeah, you had you had Cesaro and Sorry, there's a car passing by. Cesaro and Kid, Cesaro and Jack Swagger, Heath Slater and Rhino. So the WWE really loves weird tag team pairings. Yeah, odd bedfellows. Exactly. But overall, I thought the show was really good. It's I like know us. A, lot of, a lot of people online seem to crap all odd over the Odd bedfellows with glory holes. <laughs> Maybe people just need to visit a glory hole and they'll be more happy. I don't know. You never know what's on the other side. <laughs> As long as it ends in a happy ending, I guess it's okay, right? <laughs> happy endings cost $5, as far as I know. <laughs> I I wouldn't even know that much. I'm, I'm not an official. I'm just speculating. Just speculation. That's purely it. But what on the whole, what did you think of, of Roadblock? I, much like every other person, pretty much, just thinks it was like a long episode of Raw. It was just, I don't know, same old shit, kind of. I don't know, I... Outside, outside of the whole Braun Strowman, Sami Zayn thing, I thought, I thought it was really good. You didn't have a whole lot of backstage vignettes. There were a couple, but not a whole lot like there usually is on Raw pay-per-views. Outside of the, outside of the Strowman Zayn match, I don't recall seeing Mick Foley or Stephanie once during the pay-per-view. So. Yeah, that's true. That was, that was a good thing. But yeah, outside that Zayn, that Zayn, Strowman match. I thought it was a really, really good pay per view. I and we got to see the the table shots at the end by Seth Rollins and uh, Reigns. Yeah, just completely destroying Jericho and, and Owens. Uh, Which I'm happy. I'll go on about this more on my show, but I'm happy Roman Reigns is not in the fucking rumble. I I haven't watched Raw yet, so I I don't know anything about that other than you text messaging me telling me he's not in the rumble. But yeah, he's he's not in it, so that's good. Are they setting up a rematch between him and Owens? Yep, with Jericho in a shark cage. <sighs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> yep, we're going through that again. Fuck! It's not even so much the shark cage; it's Roman fucking getting another shot at the title. Like, has he def- has he defended the the title once since October? I don't believe so. Because he, unless like last night, no, last night would have been a dual title match. It was just for the yeah. Last night was just for the universal title. title. The month, the month before was Survivor Series with the with the five against five Survivor Series team match, which the wrestling nerds were at, and he hasn't defended it on TV. So the la- the last time he defended the United States Championship was at Hell in a Cell in October. And his whole gimmick going into this match was that Kevin Owens isn't a fighting champion. But Roman hasn't defended his title once, and it looks like he's not going to defend it again before Royal Rumble. So it's a bad booking, in my opinion. Oh, damn right it is. I hate to see Roman Reigns at any time for any kind of uh, main event spot, especially when he's holding a title that could be used on other people. Well, and that's the thing, right? Like, right now, the U.S. title is just being held up, and there's no point to it. Like, have some it, have some sort of stipulation where he has to forfeit the title or drop the title for, for not defending it. Because aren't you supposed to defend the title one, at least once every 30 days, and if you don't, you're stripped of it? That used to be a stipulation in wrestling. I don't know if it still technically is or not. I don't think it is. Jenny Bean just walked in. It's probably time for me to hit the hay. 
I think that's probably a good spot to end anyways before I, like, break equipment ranting about Hey, hi, Jen. Hello. Hi, Jenny. Yes, is hello. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm okay. I'm glad to be home after a 16-hour day. Holy fuck, that's a long day. Welcome to my life, man. Yo, she's hashtag workhorse, man. Yeah, big time. Like me and Calvin. Um. <laughs> no, not at all like you and Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, Jenny, just shooting us down. Oh no! That's what she does. It is. I'm good at it. I'm used to it. Yeah, you are. We love it. But yeah, so thank you, thank you for uh, actually picking up your phone this time, Goobs. It's it's been a lovely half hour conversation. No problem, buddy. And everybody, be sure to follow the Rassle Nerds on Twitter, on Instagram. Check out their videos on YouTube. They're doing amazing stuff. Check out their past versus present that they do with WWE 2K. Uh, oh, fuck yeah. It's it's great stuff. And hopefully at some point down the road, Rassle Nerds for kids will be back. Yes, I hope to be doing that again shortly. All right. It was good talking to you, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much, my friend. No problem. Bye. And that was it for this impromptu phone call with Goobs. I hope you all enjoyed this first episode of Glory Holes and Beer with Ocho and Goobs. This this title might change, but for now, the inside joke of Glory Holes and Beer, I'm really enjoying. So we'll see how it goes. Anyways, Josh and I will be doing a podcast soon enough. So we will talk to you guys all later. Thank you for listening. We're, we're glory holes, and we drink beer, and we drink beer.